Okay. Um, it's it's been a minute. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hi. Hi. What other what other fun hellos are there? Um we're back. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh oh my god, I know, right? Unexpected break. Yeah, uh, so quick recap just as to why we were away. Um I got promoted at work and that turned into way more work initially than I anticipated. And there's been some staffing issues at my work, which have led me to be entirely more physically hands-on and busier than I should have to be tech- technically speaking. So um, I've just had to like, I've had to do uh, a decent amount more of like my previous job plus my actual job on top of it so it's been very exhausting even when I only do like a regular eight hours so I generally don't want to as much as I love doing this I generally am like I can't yeah I just like I this is works too like it's it's not it's fun but it is a job because we plan as off the rails as we go sometimes we do plan and prep yeah, there is a decent, like, there's a lot, a decent amount of work that goes into any podcast that you listen to, not just this one, just like literally any podcast that you're listening to. There's a good amount of work yeah. that goes into it, especially if like, you know, you're not a bigger podcast, you don't have all this money to be paying people to do all those extra things for you. There's a lot of little shit that goes into a podcast that becomes very time consuming. So um, Edit. editing sometimes becomes a very tricky thing to fit into the week when I'm like, literally editing before I go to work at seven in the morning. So like at five 30 in the morning, I'm like downstairs drinking coffee, editing the podcast. Uh. Yeah. So it for respect for our lovely amount and just the fact that life's a bitch. We took a little bit of a break. We did record. We are starting to record some of the Thailand series that we'll be planning on releasing soon. So we have been working if- we just haven't been working on content that's going to be immediately released on the podcast. Exactly, exactly. But we're working. We're working for you guys. Don't worry. Yep. Um, so we are back for a very exciting fucking reason. Um, we're going to talk about season seven. No, All Stars is happening. All Stars season seven. And this is the one everybody's been waiting for. It's been rumored for a long ass fucking time. It's the all winners. People have been begging. They've been clawing. They've been trying to scratch Mama Ru's face off for this shit. And you know what? She finally delivered. She gave us what we wanted. We have the fucking season. And we have the some of the best queens. Why don't you take us on a little tour of the cast, Trish? Sure. So first up, we have the stunning Shay Coulee. Mm-hmm. Now, she Shay did. is All-Stars 5 winner. She did not come to play. She came to slay. Yes. We have Jada Essence Hall, who was season 12 winner. Only queen to win a lip sync from her house. Via Zoom. (laughs) Via Zoom. And she will not let you forget that. She won Drag Race on a business meeting. I love that. Um. Oh, yes. I absolutely love that. We have one of my personal favorites. The Vivian. 
the Vivian, which is the only international queen that we have participating on the American stage this time around. Right. Only international queen, um, Drag Race UK season one winner. We also have Jinx Monsoon, who is another one of our favorites. This is a Jinx Monsoon stand podcast. Well, this is like a, we, I stand for this entire cast, but like super happy to see some of these particularly, particular gals yeah. back. And we have the icon, Raja. I scream hi, mom, every time she pops up on the screen because. Well, she well, isn't, she's grandma or auntie because Mama Ru, and I'm using quotation marks, is mama. Okay, well, there's like a running thing in like, especially like California drag where like Raja's either your drag mom or your drag aunt, auntie by some type of like family tree. Some some way, yeah. Yeah, which is why I call her. Like, as soon as she walked in, I was like, mom! And Byron's like, why the fuck are you calling her mom? And I, I explained that whole thing that I the just thing, said to yeah. you. I was like, I was like, essentially, like, she's been around for so long and, like, so many of yeah. her children have children. It's like, every drag queen yeah. is essentially related to Raja by yeah. drag family and, at this point. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and if we haven't mentioned it at this point, uh, Southern California, which is where Raja is from, is a very, very tight-knit group. Mm-hmm. So she is involved in some way, shape, or form, or was in the drag scene. So she's everybody's auntie or mom. She is season three. So she's OG an girl. Old... <laughs> Same brain. Then we have, then we have Miss Monet Exchange. The exchange the only... rate is right. Yes. And Monet makes everything better. Mm-hmm. And she is the only co-winner. Well, one of, yeah. She's an all-star season four, I believe. No, Trixie won four, I think five or six. Five or six. Six. Six was the split. Six was the split. Because Shane is five. Then we have her co-winner, Trinity the Tuck, um, is on there as well. Now, of course, they're not going to put one without the other to fight for a solo reign. Which is hilarious because they're like fucking best friends. And we'll we'll get to that later on when we start talking yeah. about the episode, actually. But like best fucking friends, those two girls. So like I, I, find, yeah. I find it funny that you could tell they're like, oh, we're going to put them both on the same season so they could fight. But it's like, no, they're going to work together until the very end and then be like, well, and, let's see who's better, yeah, bitch. We'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. And then we have the queen of the queerdos miss evie oddly love that title she i I wonder how dragula feels about her giving herself that title (laughs) i know but she's the self-proclaimed queen of the queerdos and that is season 11 miss evie oddly i'm I'm loving all the names you're saying so far this is great yeah, and that rounds out her cast, actually. Does it? Does, yeah. Oh, yeah. Short, small cast. Well, like, I, I get, like, all-stars are usually smaller casts, which makes sense. Like, you know, it shouldn't be, like, a like 14 crazy. Queens. Yeah, I don't want to see 14 girls on all-stars. Like, I want to see 14 new girls. I don't want to see 14 returning girls. It just doesn't. Right. 
and I then think 10 is tops for an all-stars yeah it, not to mention for this particular brand of all winners Legends. the one that was actually deserved to be there it's a smaller group mm-hmm. than a regular all-stars smaller pool to pull from too right like yeah exactly so we did also have a um surprise queen can we so get can we get there after we talk about the looks because i would also like to talk about that look well let's talk about the looks sure thing um so i'm gonna do most of this off memory because i feel like i actually have a really good idea of um this i watched the episode a couple times i also watched the episode of the pit stop which the new host of the pit stop for this season is going to be bob the drag queen very excited about that and our first yeah. guest was Love nicole buyer wearing a hats by carlos Ooh, who we love. Hats we by love Hats by Carlos. Hats by Carlos is, will be tagged and uh, the link for their website will be in the notes for this episode. Um, If you want to go get so, yourself a hat like I have and like Nicole Byer has, just saying, that means I must be at the same level as Nicole Byer if I have a wig by the same person. Well, you're at the level of some drag race girls because um, Olivia Lux. Olivia Lux, um, and a couple of other queens. Tina Burnter. Tina Burnter. So if you want to be, a, if you want to get a hat like a Drag Race Girl has, go ahead, go to hatsbarcarlos.com. Uh, yeah, I'll put that link in the show notes for everyone in case they're really curious about. Even yeah. just go like, click on the link, go look at the hats, honestly, like. They get money for you going to the website too. You don't have to just like buy, buy something, obviously, but like they get money for the clicks. Check their IG too, their Instagram, because you'll see some of the recreations that um, they do. It is in fucking incredible. There's some good Selena recreation. Wow, we just did a straight up fucking ad for Hats by Carlos. Cool. Um, it, not, spo- not, not sponsored, not a, not paid at all. That was literally just a straight up free free plug um no shame um okay so let's get into the looks the first lady the first lady legend lady legend (laughs) and that we have walk into the workroom is miss shea coulee coming in in a gorgeous orange on orange on orange number which can i just say makes her skin look fucking just butter she looks like an orange dream like very beautiful and not like a horrendous neon just a very pretty color of orange that complements her skin and like the kind of like the see-through mesh with like the lighter orange like straps on the bodysuit and then like this slightly different shade of orange bolero just like the whole thing was truly truly spot on um only shay can pull off slicked back like wet kind of looking hair like that and make it look good because it right it can be very hit and miss on drag queens like i i love the look on like real women but sometimes on drag queens it doesn't read the same right she did There's some, and her edges are laid very pretty the makeup as it's always is snatched fucking, fucking snatched 
her makeup looks like she just got plastic surgery every time. Because then you see her in the confessional and you're like, oh my God, she didn't get too much work done? What the fuck? And we've talked about um, drag queens and plastic surgery many a time before. Sometimes they go too far. And I, I'm all for the, the, I'm all for some being touched by an angel. I have no, no qualms oh, with that. No, not at all. You can be touched too much by an angel. You gotta know when to say no. You like a perfect example. I always say this is Bianca Del Rio. Yeah, she just gets exactly. She knows shares doctor. Little touch ups here and there. You know, little tweaks. Mainly, it's lip fillers. The rest, little she pull, looks yep. pretty. Little nip tuck. Very good. Very share, like you said. Just yeah. little refreshers. Um, second person that walked in the workroom was Jada. Jada. And Jada is so tiny. <laughs> you don't realize how tiny Jada is until she walks into a workroom full of all these tall ass bitches. Um, she was no. in that like full, full fucking head to toe rhinestone number. It was like pants and a jacket and a top. It was very yeah, cute. it was very like very pretty um pretty much it's a rhinestone bodysuit with the jacket on top and pants wasn't it pants it's like a bodysuit like all i'm looking at a little video yeah. right now i'm trying to find like an actual picture of it i'm just seeing the video but it's she looks correct that red hair looks gorgeous jada's jada's face always looks correct and like See, like, I don't know if they had, like, people do their face for this one because it was the first day or if they all did their own faces, but. Well, if they follow protocol, which is keeping them isolated prior, they, they did their own faces. All right. Um, next. Right, that, that wasn't the best entrance. Though. <laughs> okay, so after that, we had... I think it was Jinx. I think so. Jinx come came in in a very like standard flowy floral pattern to the floor um, mom it's dress a, that Jinx would wear. It's a very Jinx like bodysuit lingerie kind of thing with a kimono over it. Very Jinx. She's being read the house down for wearing control top pantyhose on Drag Race. And the only reason I say this is because as someone who also wears control top pantyhose because they're cheaper at the dollar store and I go through pantyhose so frequently, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, people who are coming for Jinx Monsoon's control top pantyhose. How dare hey, as you? A, as a We've girl, all worn them. They work. I, I, as a bigger girl and as someone who has who had an elderly mother who wore them, they fucking work. Exactly. And you know what? There's a lot of ensembles where the control tops are never seen. So why are we reading her for this? Maybe that's what, you know what? Maybe that's what Mama Jinx brings. Maybe that's what she fucking chooses to wear because that's what works for her. Sorry, there was a hair and on my mic and it her, bothered me. Her, her, um, entrance, her, her entrance killed me. Walks line? in very beautiful. Line. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking great. I honestly like uh, she looked fucking fantastic. I have no like uh, 
it's exactly what I expect Jinx to walk in in. I don't expect her to walk in in an outfit that looks like it cost $20,000 or $10,000 or $5,000. Honestly, it's elevating. Yeah, I expect her to come in just looking good. And like yeah. your mom, like the stepmom you want to fuck. Like that's who I expect <laughs> Jinx Monsoon to look like. And that's what she did. She delivered. She gave us and- her. And it's not just like a normal Jinx costume. Like this is a normal Jinx costume elevated. Yes, there was some fashion there. It was very it was very flattering on her figure. Her waist was very tight. I love it. Uh, it had a lovely shape for something that flowy. 10 <laughs> points for Gryffindor. Jinx did it. Um love. love. whatever house. I you had the video up. Shit. <laughs> Okay. I'd say I was drinking on an empty stomach, but uh, my husband took me out for a breakfast date because we're not going to have time to have a dinner date before next Aww. week. Okay, so we have... We're both traveling next okay. week. Oh, that's right. You're, or this you're... weekend. Yeah, we're both traveling, so... Oh. Trying to find the video. We're those kind of gays. <laughs> yeah, those kind of gays. Okay. A trip to <laughs> Vancouver. Fancy. <laughs> okay so then we have the icon yes Raja. mom okay so yeah literally screamed hey mom uh to my television and then um and now i'm adjusting it because she corrected everyone she's like oh everyone calls me mom oh shit that's rude um everyone calls me auntie because <laughs> it's true and everyone it's, yeah I okay so like fun fact because I'm obsessed with Willem and I do know this so the way the family tree works is I know that um Willem and Rhea Littray we right. I stand with Rhea, love Rhea I love- um she's making music now and it's fucking great the bitch can sing um anyways About time. A great DJ so yeah Rhea Littray is um Willem's sister and I know I'm pretty sure that Will, uh, Rhea Littray's mom is Raja, Raja. which makes Raja Willem's auntie and fun fact Willem was smoking weed out of a pumpkin with her auntie on 420 um that's the end of my like fun little tea for this episode (laughs) well I love like Raja's name like because Raja pays homage to her Indonesian heritage with her name and she does in this episode again we'll talk about that later yeah Okay, let's finish getting through these looks. <laughs> okay. So, Jada, fast forwarding. Okay, then we have Evie Oddly. Wasn't a fan of this look. Honestly, it's very on brand for Evie. I wish it had tits, and I wish the hair stayed up. It's very on brand for Evie, but honestly, compared to Shay and Jada and Raja it's a total miss yeah I just it's missing something for me it is it's very Evie um I I don't know I feel like it almost like it's the kind of outfit where like she needed to come in doing like a fucking backflip into a split she needed to to bring something weirder she needed to do something because like the outfit's weird it was like this like yellow and purple like cut out bikini thing with a jacket and matching heels and then purple tall hair with 
yellow cutouts that matched the opposite of the ensemble of the fabric on the ensemble so like it just like I feel like it's a great outfit if I'm watching her perform right it's a performance outfit not an entrance outfit because like you don't really need to do a lot in your entrance look no offense to the girls that like you know wear things that they can perform in I'm just saying it's not it's not the moment where you need to wear something that you have a lot of versatility in. You might have to do at most take a picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. It's a great look. I would, I would fucking throw dollars at her if she was wearing that and performing at a bar because I would love exactly. to see her lanky ass limbs do weird exactly. shit in that bikini like thing. If she was on the Vegas Strip in a bar on tour on stage, yes. I'll give her my fives, my tens, my ones, my twenties. Oh yeah, I'm throwing twenties at that girl. Gorgeous. You get get a view of everything. But the tuck was fucking fantastic. On point. Trinity was jealous. Trinity was like, fuck, I have competition. Speaking of Trinity, she's the next up in the workroom. Okay, so um very trinity look it is but okay if anyone watched the pit stop i kind of agree with bob this outfit doesn't make sense okay elaborate on that um okay so you have like the harness and the titties exposed but then like the outfit doesn't really match like the plumage and like the head it's three different things it's a look but it's not cohesive yeah it doesn't look she looks great that's not the oh, issue looks- here. Yeah. I just don't get it. Is it fetish? Is it plumage? God, she's I feel like I'm just quoting Bob now. Yeah, and like the Charlie Hydes, um, Charlie Hydes literally had that exact same eyepiece in her promo photo. Um, I will get you the picture and you can post the side by side. Um, we'll do. I- yeah, we can post it on the Instagram. People can see. I, you know, we're gonna. I am doing this level of investigation now. Race chaser, I'm coming for your gig. <laughs> All right. So after Trinity, of course, we want the drama, Mama. So we have the exchange rate, Monet exchange. The exchange rate has gone up. Yes, it has. Cha-ching. Um, and she shoots out money guns in this plaid chap denim ensemble very yes. very on brand for monet very um yeah very culturally much, like, appropriate she likes to do very like black like inspired inspired things a very on brand for her uh gorgeous outfit fucking yeah, perfection bob, bob was mentioning that that they finally got her to do the money guns they've been after her to do it her name is monet exchange right i mean come on bitch it's taking you how long to do this i'm disappointed uh and then the girls are like is that real money and she's like of course it's real money but i want to see the receipts right i want to see the money so we did raja we did jinx then we have my personal favorite because i am a uh i love england i i love the uk um, we have the Vivian. Uh, this was an all right look. This was the pants, right? This was the pants look with the horn hair. Uh, I mean, it's a I like look. the hair. 
it's very on brand for the Vivian. It's very much like uh, like what we were talking about. It's an entrance piece. It's a picture outfit. I wish the pants were rhinestoned or something. It's just I want more spark. Okay, I was gonna. And like, okay, this is just like, I'm getting off topic here, but it's what we do best. Um, so I was going to wear just like a black bra with a black harness for my show that's coming up. Oh, did I just plug that? Oops. Um, and then I found this gorgeous, like gray sparkly bra at the thrift store today while I was looking for a jacket. And I was like, I'm going to get the sparkly bra. Duh. Duh. Because I'm a fucking drag queen. I need some fucking sparkle anywhere I can get it. I fucking took a baseball bat and literally doused it in glitter. Like, an, like there's probably f- an ounce of glitter on this fucking ball bat. It an ounce out. of glitter is a lot. And it came out really good, by the oh, way. Oh, you haven't even seen? I did more today. Oh, you did? I did oh, more shit. today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is- I have a problem. Um, See, I just want some sparkle something. Something to make it. It's super fashion. I could see this on a runway. It's very stunning. I want, I just want a bit more drag. A little bit more sparkle. Yeah. It's very beautiful though. I will say she looks great in it. Oh, she always looks stunning. I just like with the hair, I wish there was a. She's a fashion queen. I wish there was a little bit more Right. To me, it doesn't match. I will. I'm totally a thousand percent with you there. If she had done like an elegant kind of updo, or like something simpler than the horns, it would kind of maybe tie it together. You have the horns, do a full astrag look, sparkle, like long straight hair down to past her fucking like where her pockets would be. I think that would be hot. That would look great. Because it would just make it more fashion and sexy. It is. It's beautiful. So we do have one final queen to talk about. But that was, we we already talked about all of the queens that we mentioned in our cast read-off, Trish. How could this be possible? What are you talking about? We've covered all the bases. How dare you? Well, apparently there was another queen that walked in. So you lied to our listeners. I was lied to as well. I refuse to believe this. I know that you get direct emails from Viacom in regards to what's happening on every episode so we can discuss it on the podcast at length. (laughs) If only were true. (laughs) Uh, Before they they released the first episode, they did release a teaser or a picture, video, whatever, of another queen. Head was covered... Uh, like no hair was shown because they had like uh, like when you wear a hijab you put like something be- on before it to cover and then they had a huge big brimmed hat that covered their face yeah so we were speculating if there was an actual additional queen based on the picture who we thought it would be and like we were going by like actually would compete like winners that would fully compete and we kind of came to a consensus of who Carmen Farala I cannot say her fucking name how do you say her last name Farala 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 it's yeah there's this 
there's this thing in, sure. in, in when you can say little, Jewish words, you. but I can't say that. Yeah, right. Because they, they, when you're little, they teach you how to roll the R's. R con R cigarro. R con R carril. L'chaim. We're little. So it's Carmen Farala. And that's who we settled on. It made now, sense. It made sense to us based on the shape, the tan. The parameters of the contest. The, the parameters of the contest, the little facial features we could kind of sort of see. So uh, the internet was a buzz and a lot of people were saying it's, it's Raven or it's so-and-so. And people were saying Raven because um, the artist formerly known as Tyra, who won season two, retired from drag. Retired so from life. Were- or people were assuming. So we did find out who it was and we were wrong. Well, because we we were we went by very strict parameters, which and the which queen is fine. was actually the queen was actually Raven. I mean T. Well, a lot of the queens, the queens that were competing were, what are you doing here? Why, like, you're not a winner? Da, 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 da. I said, Well, I am a winner. I'm an Emmy winner. And then she fucking, as soon as she like was like, Bitch, I fucking should have won twice, blah, blah, blah. And then I've won an Emmy. Like, everyone was like, You know what? People were yeah. like, You know, they yeah, were like, it, I'm okay with this. You can be here. People, You've yeah, proven yourself. It wasn't any yeah. drama. That's something we have to point out for right now. There is no drama. It's all very, I love you. We're a sisterhood. We're all creme de la creme. We deserve to be here. They're they excited were... for Viv to be there across the pond. Like, in a, like they've worked with her, but this is like a legitimate, like they get to work and be around her situation. Like, yeah. This like, is, this is... Everyone's excited for this. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you get to be a part of the sisterhood, not across the pond, but here. It was very lovely. Very yeah. lovely. They welcomed Raven. And then in walks in RuPaul. Says hi to all the girls. Is notices Raven with no issue, then notices what? Raven again, and it's like, wait, what the what fuck are you, are you doing here, bitch? And of course, she calls Raven out. She Raven explains herself. Raven, calls Raven to come over, slaps Raven, and tells her to get the fuck out. Raven's like, well, do you val- just goes this little call me an uber or or walk me to my car no do you validate parking no and then and scene so it was all a gag you could tell that was two friends having fun though you could tell immediately after the slap i I saw it right at the beginning when they were was like bitch what are you doing here i was like oh this is this is two friends having fun with cameras on like a little split for me there was like a little split second like when when we started what then like when you're like what is she then when she says what are you doing here what the fuck then you're like okay they're jiving and they pulled one over on all the queens raven left and then the competition officially started i honestly i thought it was good i like that i like to see that um after all these years raven and rue are still having fun together and they were they you know they wanted to show everyone that they're having fun together um i thought it was super fucking cute like because you could just see organically that it was just like two friends having fun 
with some of their other peers in the room because like this season is a bunch of people who are essentially peers at this point yeah at this point they've all been in the sisterhood for at least two years you know you have raven and raja who have been nine and ten years into this and raven works closely with rue every season and the winners always get closer to rue that's like a known fact like the winners always get more time with rue right so it's like these girls are more peers even with rue in the room than even a regular all-star season because they've had more time to actually like Mm -hmm. be around each other yeah and they and a lot of the queens have worked with each other beyond like touring with their season mm-hmm. um they work with each other in southern california a lot they tour a lot at the bars and clubs so it's very much like you said a very peer respected kind of environment and immediately we welcomes everybody and they jump into a reading challenge so I wasn't even going to talk about the fucking reading challenge. Holy shit. Uh, well, long story short, they read each it other. Was good. Very, it's not a cringy read. It's actually good. And Jinx won, I believe. Okay, I'm sorry, but like you can tell that Jinx had sat there two weeks prior writing up reads for all these bitches. That, she did not read them. She had a fucking five-minute stand-up set that she brought. Uh, yeah. you And you can tell a lot of them kind of suspected and when you have like it's when you have all-stars it's not like when you have a regular season when you have all-stars you let people know you're going because i don't care what the nda say people know you're going because you're talking to designers you're um, reaching out to people to borrow stuff you're doing different shit you're not Mm. touring so you can kind of click who is going and you start writing material. It's fucking, um, it was fucking great. A highlight for me, and just because it's quick and we can get through it quickly, um, Raja's entire reading set, I will, I will give to you. Raja gets up in front of everyone, holds up the little fucking monocle and says, I'm going to make this quick. B-O-O-G-E-R-S, boogers. Booger. And then fucking just walks away. Done. Rue yep. cackled her fucking ass off. Oh, I laughed. I I, laughed. I feel like there's gonna be so many throwback jokes to like past seasons on this on this season particular because these girls are all brilliant at referencing. And if Ru, there's something Rue loves anything, she loves a reference to herself. You reference her own shit on her shit, bitch. She lives. She lives for that shit. Of course. So the maxi challenge was, of course, lyrics. They had to write their own verse and choreograph to RuPaul's new song, Legends. Um. Okay, I can get out all of my opinions on this performance in about two and like not even two minutes. Um. So you have the floor. Thank you. Um, I I appreciate it. I will hold the talking, I will hold the talking wine glass, and then I will pass it to you, and then you can tell us your thoughts while you hold the talking wine glass. Um, so, 
performance itself, like numbers, everyone's individual parts, fantastic. Loved every second of, 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 of it was fully entertained, especially with all these girls being as like big as they are. There was potential for a lot of fuck ups in like planning the choreography to the point where the whole thing could have been a mess. So love the performance. They all did amazing. Standouts for me personally was Jada because Jada just to me slayed the entire fucking stage. Um, I do love watching Evie's legs just do crazy fucking shit. And um, you put a long wig and next to nothing on Trinity and have her lip sync and she sells anything. Uh, the outfits, what the actual fuck? <laughs> Was there no prompt for this performance? Um, lyrics for the most part were great I will say my favorite was Jada okay. I may pass you the, the talking wine glass I have my <laughs> talking wine glass <laughs> um, I agree there was a lot of potential for really high 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 or really low 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 and they did really well Lyrics were good overall, no real mess ups, no real cringiness, mm -hmm. even in like rehearsals or what, whatever. Um, choreography was okay. You know, with this caliber, it may be a little bit better, but they had no actual choreographer. They yeah. did it themselves. So they did a good job. Um, yeah. Standouts for me, lyrically, uh, Raja was really cute with her lyrics um you know referencing her being a deity and being non-binary essentially with mm -hmm. her pronouns being they and thou they and thou they and thou um uh, the other one of course shay was another standout costume yes there was no fucking cohesiveness you could at least have said hey everybody wear purple everybody wear black give them or three different colors a, or or pick a color and make it like the rainbow this was a mismatch or black or but, silver or gold just something to tie it together that was a one downfall but it was pretty good shay's nude was not nude no which it was killed not. me that bitch is so good at matching her skin tone but was I, it meant to be nude i don't know i think it was i think it was the fact that it was so much that unless it was almost more of like a see-through mesh kind of nude illusion i don't right. think that outfit would work even Otherwise. if the nude was matched perfectly to your skin tone because i think the material was just too thick with too little um actual I like fabric i don't think it was meant to be nude quite honestly mm -hmm. but the fabric and the tailoring of it didn't do her any favors no so that was our i don't like i don't like shay with conical bra like boobs i no, no they no, don't no. look good on her um some queens can pull off the like cone-shaped tits but i just you it's can't. It's not Sorry. something for me that I personally enjoy on Shay. Uh, not telling her you not to do it anymore. I just personally don't. 
I don't look it. I don't like it. Can we talk about this abortion of a Rue uh, performance by saying her cat suit Can looks great? End of I, story. I pushed it out of my mind. Oh, I that's why I blocked it. That's why I said um, we're going to talk about it by saying the cat suit was amazing. Let's move on. Yeah, it's one of those things where we 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 agree that she looked amazing. Rue should never perform. I honestly like because Byron was making fun of her a lot and I was honestly like I honestly think that like you know because she is older and she's been wearing heels for a long time and she's been doing gauge for a long time I honestly think she may have like an injury and because she is very private about her personal life no one knows about it so mm-hmm. um I think like you know she may have injured her hips or you know she may have like a hip issue or something uh, at her she- age yeah. well she used to no. Uh, okay, sure, if you say so. I will say this, though. Um, the the outfit was really good. Watch it be knocked off by a lot of drag queens. That cat suit was fuck. Here's the thing I will say about Rue is, you know what? She might not be able to move those legs as much as we want her to. Zaldi knows how to dress her. But Damn, they fucking look good standing still, don't they? Zaldi knows how to dress that bitch. Like, when she wears those short dresses, and she comes out, and I'm like, every time she comes out, Byron's like, oh, look at her legs. I'm like, yeah, wooden. Gorgeous. Yeah. They're she perfect. Phenomenal legs. Her legs are perfect. Mariah Carey wishes those were her legs on her album covers. And I personally know of at least two drag queens that will be making Rue's catsuit. Oh, literally? hmm Nicole, for sure. Um, and then I love... I, I'm a pleather and leather girl. Oh, well, that's next week's episode, girl. Was that next? What was this week's... Um, this week was a, uh, a Queen is Crowning. Queen is Crowning. See, they released two episodes. They're all jumbled up in my mind at this point. So a Queen is Crowning. Yeah, we'll be talking about the pleather looks next week. Uh, yeah, just so you guys know, I know there was two episodes released, but we also feel that we are not going to rush two episodes into about an hour, hour and a half worth of content for you. We would like to actually talk about these episodes and not feel and rushed. Respectful of the episodes and the caliber of the queens. Also, episode was episode two was Snatch Game. Do you really want us to talk about one week of like one episode of fashion for an hour and then half-ass rush through Snatch Game in 30 minutes? I don't think you do. First up on the runway was Miss Raja Gemini. Roger Gemini. Hi, mom. She did like this, like Indonesian regal, almost looked like an elephant. I want to like it. It was giving me elephant vibes with the like big poofy teased out gray gorge. Yeah, no. The shit was was, tea. She was was heels. She was doing an homage to the gayest king. She did everything. The the shoes were it. And the I'm gonna say that a few times on this runway. There was a few queens that did. The headpiece was an elephant. Everything. It's, it's so good. 
um like just fucking everything um and then oh fuck okay that wig i want that wig that roger roger wore um and then i will move on because i like i have to move on with these quickly because these were so good i could talk about most of these for fucking hours such a good first runway second up i believe was jinx monsoon jinx did that beautiful sun head piece crown like like mother of jesus mixed with like mary queen of scots mary queen of scots english royalty mixed with angelina jolie's infamous leg slit slut how do you get a fucking leg slit in a hoop skirt i can't the level of expertise and artistry that this slut is fucking bringing to this show already and i dare people call her out for the control top pantyhose i'm sorry i will never let it go the gold the gold headpiece with her red the hair rays of sun. Oh. so beautiful love love this bitch came to fucking play all these hookers came to play and that's the fucking scary thing here is like you see oh, these first no- runways these hookers there's came no with to destroy each other okay. jada essence hall oh that braid up to be high oh the fuck it was um dreads if yeah you see that it close. Dread. Uh, i oh. loved the pussy flowers oh my god the purple and yellow pussy flowers on the air and the dress i wanted oh. more pussy flowers though i wish the whole thing would have been oh. those pussy flowers it would have been more elegant it just felt unfinished it's so stunning though oh i'm no like the my only critique is that it needed more pussy flowers yeah that's which is less of a critique and more of just a give me more i want more drag yeah I'm Michelle Visage. I always want more. I'm just like, give me more. I want more drag. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have Evie Oddly. Okay. This, as someone who has taken crayons and done art with like melted crayons, this gave me life. It's very sculptural, very pretty. And it still reads as crown. Like she really came up with a way of being like, okay, how can I still read as like crowning, but like completely flip it upside on its fucking head? I love it. And And even the judges loved it. Her leg. Oh my God. They fucking went all the way up to her eyeballs. And her tuck. Her barely there to the side tuck. Did, did she get bottom surgery for this fucking, this series? Because, like, the tuck has been just, it's it's a Snap. pussy. It's a pussy. <laughs> Trinity, the tuck. Okay, this is another example of giving us everything, as I just fully lean into my mic for this. Everything. Now, this is a pageant. The leave most. It all on the, leave it all on the floor, look. I want to clean the floor before she walks in that dress because the thought of that dress getting dirty by the floor. Like, does she have Swiffers underneath the dress to keep it clean? I hope she does. That is just the big puffy. The puffy arm. 
the whole oh my god how the per- crushed velvet and it's crushed velvet which is not easy to work with the head piece the ginger oh i would have liked to see it with a blonde hat though the, gr- Maybe the orange not. looked good i just would have like i would like to see it with a blonde hat i would like i just think fringe, it would look great the little detail of the fringe on her hips to give it some movement the tick the trip the train oh i'm in love no oh, yeah no the <laughs> Do you think when they were all getting ready and she's like fucking trying to like wiggle out into the fucking towards the runway in that dress, they were all like, okay, so like we did the most, but you did the most, bitch. And I love Monet's look. I actually wasn't a super big fan. I like the look just because it has um, the message of like of her culture and the trans colors. Is it an all-stars look? The wig was like falling off of her head. The wig was an issue. I didn't mind the shoes. The, the wig was an ish her. The Timberlands with the heels, I love those. Oh, like everything else about the look I loved. It was just, I wanted the wig to not move the way it was when it was on her head. And it sat to like, okay, so like, I'm like, okay, so I'm showing Trish because we're on video right now. So I'm wearing a ball cap with a brim. So obviously it didn't come out as far as my hat brim does, but it right. felt like it came out very far forward, which made it like, you know what I mean? Do this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I just wish it didn't do that because the, the hair was fucking amazing. It just moved weird. Yeah, it, it didn't sit right. The whole thing was amazing. It was a love letter to black culture, which I love, but like, I just wish the yeah. wig wasn't moving as much. Yeah, she. It, I it's mean, the come little on. things. Yeah, it's you it's legend. it down a little tighter. You could have hot glued that shit down to your fucking forehead. This is legends, bitch. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking of this joke. Um, they were like, "Whatever happened to super glue? You could get some good shit." I think this was from South Park. It's like I know nuts mean contain nuts. If they didn't. You burned yourself? No, I super when I got that cut at work because it was from the um oh you sanit- super glued it sanitizer dissolving my skin. I just super glued it. Oh my god. But there, I think it's from South Park that you love South Park. I think it was like Ken, it was Kyle going, I know nuts may contain nuts. If they didn't, I'd be pretty pissed off. I mean, I that's not an incorrect statement. It's, it was, it was, and, and I know super glue is not a, 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 a cure for insomnia. I know not to super glue my eyes shut. But speaking of that, why can't I get decent fucking super glue anymore? I mean, super glue really is just nail glue now. Pretty much. Okay, speaking, you did mention Monet and love a love letter to black culture. Can we segue that into Shea Coulee's Nefertiti hair? Oh, the Nefertiti breast proofs and jugs. Oh, that hair was honey. T- tell me about the Nefertiti breast groups and jugs. It Jada and Shay did dreads, but um, Shay's hair was dreaded up. Like if you ever seen a bust of Nefertiti, it's going like. And I'm, I'm again, we're on video call, so I'm miming this for Matt. Like straight back, pull back and. Up, the, at an the, angle. Yeah, it goes up and out the like wrapped around braids and then at the end it just brings it out 
into like a flat disc and that was her crown oh and the dress Gee. was so beautiful and the ear prosthetic she wore to give her the, the gauges yeah so we did Jinx, Raja, Jada, Monet, Trinity. We're missing the Vivian. I did. Okay. So apparently so I heard somewhere she was apparently trying to reference like Iris Van Herpen. She said it herself. It was an I like trying to pull from that. Okay. So um, unless you have a million dollars, never try and do that. Because I don't know if you've seen Iris Van Herpen's actual work. No. Kind of impossible to replicate. The shit is just fucking stupid. It is literal physical art that you wear on your body. Like, it is fucking insane. Um, I gotta say, this is not my favorite look from the runway. I wish it was more yeah. prehistoric. She got the shoes, which would kind of go with her Jurassic Park that she is. Vivian has said multiple times she loves Jurassic Park, is a, a fan of it. I'm not a fan of the of the hat. I do not like that stark white look on her. White never reads well on the runway. Oh, sorry. She looks monster. good, but it's not my favorite. No. So let's get into... Because we, we're about and to last up. up on the runway, we have Raven. Oh, wait. <laughs> let's let's get into <sighs> ready to wrap up. There is a twist as we have in all stars seasons. But this being of all winners, we have a very special twist. Who, who wants to tell him about the twist? Shall, you shall? go ahead. Here. Okay. Um, so earlier in the episode, as uh, we forgot to mention, but this is a fun little, we'll just talk about it now because it really comes into play now. So on all, all-star season, we all know that Rue never sends a girl home because Rue has washed her hands of that clean on all-stars. She doesn't have right. time for it. But this season, no one is going home. And when Rue says that, she isn't she lying to us. <laughs> she literally yeah, means she no one's going home. So. Yeah, you just say no one's going home. I'm not sending anybody home. You are. This says goes, nobody is going home. So how do we determine a winner, Matt, if nobody's going home? So we will have X amount of episodes where two people will be declared the top two all-stars of the week. They will both receive, uh, receive, receive legendary legends star badges, which will then allow the which they will then accumulate a la um kind of like uk a point, kind of like a point system yeah kind of like a point system um and then each week the winner of the lip sync will be granted the power to block one of her fellow competitors from receiving a star the following week which now at this point we have discovered that it does not affect you from winning it does not affect you from doing well or how like participating the following week you just can't you get just, a star. Right. So, so this you receive is, a, 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 what is it? A rhinestone it's the plunger. rhinestone plunger, which is what you get to block, which I'm sorry, you use plungers to unblock things. That's kind of like a missed reference, but whatever. Um, it should have been a turd because the turd blocks the toilet, not the plunger. Um, so this is a very strategic on both sides because here's the thing. 
And I've talked about this with my husband and whatever. Here's the thing about this. So yes, you want to win because you want to get a star. But then even if you're blocked the following week, it's even more in your best interest to win. Why? Because even though you're winning and not getting a star, you are now stopping another star from being given out, thus skewing someone else's potential of being in the finale. How the finale is going to work is the four all-stars with the most badges will move on to the finale. Well, lip sync and if for the Lala Perusa. So basically you have two top, like we we know this shit. Two top queens, mm-hmm. they get the badges. The one who wins a lip sync gets the plunger to give to somebody else. Thus blocking their opportunity for receiving a star the following the, week. The right. And they've talked about this because nobody's going home. How do they play this? Do they do revenge style? Do they do alliances? They've kind of talked about this a bit. No, Jinx said it the best. You you block the people who already have stars because you need to slow down anyone who already has momentum. It's the most logical thing to do. And I think that is a legitimate strategy. I think it's the smartest play, honestly. All right. So the top two for this week were Shea Coulee. And, and Monet, Monet's change. And my dear, why don't you tell us who won? Um, actually, I want to play a little bit of this lip sync song for you for a second because I was gagged. First of all, when I I was like, "Are we?" I I I have to fucking do like I have to go. So like I was like, "Are we really doing this? Is this something that Trisha's putting on?" <laughs> I'm putting on her glasses. It feels so official. Uh, <laughs> to give me the visual <laughs> I'm getting, it just I'm like talk, I look up for a second. She's just like, "Whoop!" Uh, <laughs> so professional. Um. Okay. So. We all saw the name of this lip sync, Old McDonald. And we're like, okay, there has to be another song called Old McDonald, right? Like, it can't be the song we learned in elementary school to teach us. There has to be a a catch to it. Yeah, like, it it can't be Old McDonald had a song. E I E I O. Um, Okay, so uh, let's play. Thank you for not leaving behind, right? Old McDonald had a farm. E I E I O had a farm. it's very a cabaret version so yeah that that was the song the old old faithful song that we know and love from elementary school but let me tell you these fucking hookers destroyed this shit it out i was so entertained so fucking entertained oh it was one of those things where I legitimately could not keep my eyes off whoever the camera was panning. Excuse me, whoever the camera was panning to. It was legitimately that good. And the girls did a, an amazing job lip syncing and timing it and being funny. So it was good. Yeah. Sorry, my boss, like my boss boss just texted me. She's like, I just worked a week and nights and uh, I'm going to take tomorrow off too. I was like, you know what? You've had a hell of a week. You deserve it. See you on there Tuesday. You uh, <laughs> All right. There you go. But like, uh, yeah, no, I, I had literally no expectations of lip sync because I was like, I'm not going to be entertained by old McDonald had a fucking farm. Um, damn hookers. You did the damn right. thing. 
I did not know that I could be so entertained by this song. I now want to see it in bars. Um, I want to see some drunk bitch do it at fucking 1 a.m. Um, with a click click here and a click click. And especially fucking when Monet got downstairs, got on her knees for the pig for an oink oink here and an oink oink here. A big here and a big big thing. Yeah, just like yeah, fucking big, jerking big, off big, old big. dude, jerking off dudes. Yeah. So here for it. <laughs> so who won? We want to know who won. Um, the winner was Michelle Vizot. No, Shea Coulee. <laughs> Miche Coule got the rhinestone plunger to block somebody. So this is our first rhinestone plunger. So it's a kind of a weird, a weird place to be. You kind of have no reference to go on. Like if your plan was to block someone who's already won, well, that's out of the question because you were the first person to win. Um, you can't block Monet because she was because she was the strongest person because the person who so she's Im- yeah she's immune to being blocked yeah this yeah the the other top person cannot be blocked so you're that's out of the question right there so who do you do who do you go for you have oh, no f- I I love how they go down the lineup one is like I give good head I like how they give like the little like the the one liners I feel like it's very entertaining um yeah. It's, you know it, that they come up with those on purpose. It's yeah, yeah it's, it's entertaining like, for the judges too. You can see the judges chuckling along. Like, yeah, this is I a very it. different season of Drag Race in terms of just like how like how everyone knows each other. Yeah, it, it, I love it. it's like um, everybody was like, "Can I help you? I give good head. I love you. Please don't walk me." Like that kind of stupid shit. So Trinity the Tuck was blocked. <laughs> Trinity, and of course, her reaction was, oh, shit. Uh, And that concludes our first episode of All Stars. And uh, yes, 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 we know you've already seen the Snatch Game. But also, that means you've already seen the fucking Snatch Game. You know how good it is. And you know that we're not going to cram it in. I don't even, I I can't even fit just the Snatch Games into 30 minutes of talking. This this deserve this is not the cringy. Let's forget about it. Everybody sucked. Season fourteen snatch game. No, this, this is a master class snatch game. Yeah, and you get two snatch games, people. You get two of them. Yeah, it's two and one. And if you've seen it, you know what we mean. If you haven't, watch go it. Fucking watch it up. and prepare for next week because we are gonna go in on this shit. We have oh. quotes ready. We are already quoting oh. this snatch game at each other via Facebook Messenger. Oh my oh, god. We we have we will ex- have have and will extensively prepare. Is this Before my cam is-, is this my camera? <laughs> don't be jealous of my boogie. <laughs> if you don't get it. Watch you it. will. Uh, <laughs> is this my camera? Uh, is it? Hey, girl. Hey. Do we have time for one more? <laughs> uh, watch it. You'll love it. You'll thank us next week. Uh, but yeah, we're back. Um, shit. Uh, we haven't talked about when we're going to release these, so let's just do it right now with all of our um, wonderful listeners. Um, when would we like to release these wonderful episodes? I feel like Friday is a... Yeah, Friday's a good day, right? Or Thursday? Friday's good. 
quite as good. Thursday, whatever you want to do. I'll leave that up to our editor in chief of content. Oh, that's a dangerous plug. Or that's a dangerous <laughs> situation. I'm like the busiest one. Um, let's do th- how about we do it every fr- how about Thursdays? for thursdays thursdays we'll have it released before the new episode comes out and then you won't feel like you're just yeah you won't feel like yeah you won't feel like you're constantly behind because we're going to have that next episode up next week um so you'll only be kind of like one behind um i mean obviously if the third episode's kind of bland then we'll just jam it in with episode four and say fuck it um i don't know we're gonna fun guys join us for the ride we do whatever we want. We're a teenager on Ricky Lake. We do whatever exactly. we want because we can. Exactly. Because it's what? It's our show. It's our show and not yours. And I look forward to my cease and desist from Wild Presents. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. By the, by the way, everyone, uh, I fell like four weeks ago and I thought I just like sprained or bruised my bone in my wrist and I fractured it because I'm a fucking loser. So fun fact, oh, oh. I'm wearing an arm splint okay. up to my, oh yeah, look how fucking. Up into your elbow almost. Yeah, do you like, do you see this Trish? Yeah, my mom had one of those, but like it, it clicks as it rotates to tighten. No, mine has like Velcro. Like, no, yeah, let's mom, do some mom- ASMR um, t- tightening. Well, Matt injured his uh, his wrist. I injured my rib, so we're quite a pair right now. Yeah. We're turning into an ASMR podcast. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all we have for this week. Because uh, we have good to week. get back. Hey, man! You know that's uh we d- we did our usual uh, hour of talking about our favorite drag show. Well, lots of people's favorite drag show, but I mean, you and I have been watching it for. I've been watching since season one. So have I. Yeah. Like I used to have to find it in like the dark corners of the internet to watch it. So um, I consider myself an OG. As also like yeah. someone who grew up with RuPaul on my television. I find my, I consider myself an OG. So right, I remember watching RuPaul on CRL. Yeah. Like we literally, like, I, we grew up with her. Like, She's been a fixture around pop culture as long as you and I have been alive. Oh my god! Right, the Brady Bunch movie, Sabrina. Like, yeah, like because the nineties, which was when we came yeah. online, like and start like have like better memories, was like when she became somewhat of a big deal. So like, yeah, I love it. I love that this like I love that drag queens brought us together and drag queens keep us together. Yes. Um. I love it. Yeah, shout out to Nicole Hollowell who sent me a hilarious video this week. And Trish actually got to see her last week. I got to see my love, Nicole. Yes. Which was great. We love her. She sent my husband a wonderful video for his birthday, which he almost cried. (laughs) (laughs) I love that video. (laughs) The video she sent your husband. But yeah, aside from Uh that, I have to work and go to Vancouver. Yeah, you're gonna go see Cirque du Soleil. I'm gonna go see Allegria, which is my bucket my bucket list Cirque show. I've wanted to see it since they did it the first time when I was a child and could Woo! not go see it. So yeah, I'm very excited. And I'm gonna go see the Capilano Suspension Bridge, which is like a really cool thing in Canada. So oh, nice. 
nice. Well, yeah. enjoy your your trip. Be safe. I will do my best. I'm going to go get drunk and smoke pot on a beach. <laughs> Sounds perfect. All right, Trish. Well, I love you. And thank you to all of our listeners um, that are all over the world, as I constantly find out every time I go and look to see where our listenership is. Um, let's just do the quick fucking rundown of plugs. Uh, so please follow and download the podcast. It actually helps us get shown to more people um please review the podcast that also helps us a lot especially if you actually write a review not just give us five stars um five stars helps but the reviews make it better um you can follow me at madam ivy drip trish at passion for drag us at intercontinental kiki everywhere except for twitter and tiktok because we're old um (laughs) but we're we're everywhere on social media facebook and instagram we're intercontinental kiki madam ivy drip on ig passion for drag on ig click like subscribe review email us on intercontinental kiki at gmail.com give us topics that you want us to talk about if you have guests you want to recommend you want to come on the show and talk about drag race with us let us know oh my god I realized I have something to plug. I'm going to plug something. Oh, do you have something else? I have something to plug just at the last minute, guys. Um, So for any of our lovely listeners that happen to be in Canada, especially in Alberta or anywhere near the Calgary area, the one and only yours truly, Madam Ivy Drip, will be taking the stage for her first ever performance. And that is going to be... Thursday, June 2nd at Broken City. Broken City is on 11th Avenue Southwest. It's right downtown near Last Best Distillery, which sometimes you can also find me drinking at because they have great gin. Uh, Tickets are $10 plus service fee, super cheap. Um, It's going to be a great show. It's actually the Julie Go Live Chaos Variety Show. Um, so we have uh, Tarot Fun Time, A Minor Inconvenience, Myla, Maya uh maya r laquin ida no jv dynasty and myself are all going to be performing that night oh exciting guys as we all know i'm in florida i cannot be there so if you are in canada or in the area please go and support our lovely madam ivy drip making her debut it's going to be such a good time i am so excited i'm so excited Um, I will give you guys a little tidbit for our listeners, actually, about my performance. So uh, as everyone knows, I'm obsessed with Willem. I have her tattooed on my calf. I'm going to be doing a little song by Willem called Trouble. And I have been extensively working on my perform, what I'm going to be doing for my performance, my props, my ensemble, my hair. Uh, yeah, my I actually have to work on wigs uh, after I get off the Zoom call. So if you guys are in the Calgary area, please come out and check it out. I'd really appreciate it. Um, even if you come and don't tip me, I don't care. Just come and yell. Just come and call me a slut. It'll make me feel good. Tip, um, no, tip the queens, baby. Tip the queens. Uh, yeah, that's all we have for this week. We are so fucking excited to be back. Uh, again, guys, I'm so sorry that I my job kind of caught up to me there, but um, I'm finally getting my head above water and I'm finally in a place where I can start to 
do the rest of my life. Trish, as always, I love you. I miss you. I'm so glad we did this on video, even though we're probably Me not going to post I miss the video. Your it was just fun to look at you this entire time. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Uh, yeah and that's it so catch you next week guys bye